When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. Broadcasting from beautiful Burbank, California, this is the Knapsack Files. I'm Ken Knapsack for a special Thanksgiving Day sort of day <laughs> edition of the show. How are all of you this a uh, national holiday here in the States and elsewhere. Thanksgiving's an interesting one. I love the Thanksgiving holiday. I, I really do. The, like many holidays, like, actually, like, uh, like, let's be honest, like many things in life. Thanksgiving, well, Thanksgiving, the actual history of it, it might be not what we were raised to believe. It might be a little more nefarious at times. Uh, and there's always a real history and a real truth behind it. And, and I, I don't I ignore that. I, I acknowledge it. But Thanksgiving, what it turned into, at least, I, I celebrate that. I celebrate a spirit of Thanksgiving, and I celebrate the memories. And this year, I just wanted to have a little fun for all of you here. Probably catching up. Maybe you're listening to this episode while you're prepping some food for either tomorrow. I, I release these on Wednesdays, but maybe you... Maybe you're you know you're so busy catching up on Force Center you're you're listening to this on Thursday I don't know it's just you and me for right now here uh, talking about Thanksgiving the members I used to, I was fortunate enough to spend every Thanksgiving for a long period of time in a Southern California mountain town called Green Valley Lake right between ish. Lake Arrowhead and Big Bear near a town called Running Springs and actually even a smaller little uh, neck of the woods up there called Arrow Bear because just you're, if you're surrounded by Arrowhead and Big Bear, just combine them into one word. Uh, and, and you turn a left off the highway there and you go up the green by the lake. And my great aunt and uncle lived up there for a long, long time uh, before moving back down to the flatlands, as they call them. And, and uh, my family and I were fortunate enough to go up there a lot uh, and spend almost every Thanksgiving there. So th- that is my association with the holiday is, 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 is family. Then when I moved to Los Angeles by myself, mom and dad home, it was, uh, my, uh, my uncle, my uncle Jim and his family, uh, who, uh, still to this very day, I, I don't think I'll be able to make it this year, but, uh, every holiday, uh, and that's almost 21 Thanksgivings, Almost like 15 of the 21 possible Thanksgiving spent uh, with uh, him, uh, his kids, of course, my cousins. Uh, that would be, that would make them uncles, kids. That makes cousins. You know, family lines are sometimes weird. I don't understand the rules of cousins. Like second, seventh, they're just cousins, right? It's it's not like the these uh, assassins in Star Wars that that hunt down the Jedi, the Inquisitors, like the seventh sister and the sixth brother and all. No, it's just cousins, right? Okay. I got it. I got it. But so I love the association of family. I love the memories, but I, I love, I love the smells. I love the feels. My, when you say Thanksgiving to me, this is where I'm getting at. 
when you say Thanksgiving to me, I immediately go to about 5.13 in the morning, which I'm generally not up at that time ever. Even when I worked in radio and my morning show started at 6 a.m., I was not up at 5.13 a.m. Not often, unless I have to. But my uh, great uncle, we used to call him Papa. Uh, Fern was his uh, name. Well, yeah, yeah, Papa worked, right? Um, we would uh, we'd go up there, and Papa was an early riser. Uh, I, I, he just he was that type, that hard work and get get everything ready for the family type. And it was so cold, Green Valley Lake in November. You're not walking around in shorts. And for a kid born in Orange and raised there for a little bit, and then raised on the the coast, which does get cold. Uh, you don't underestimate uh, Pismo Beach and its degrees. There's many nights where it falls uh, to twenty twenty two degrees. Uh, you know, I know people in the Midwest are like whatever, but they, yeah, yeah, for California, that's pretty pretty cool. Um, but the whole house heater. I don't know if there was a heater or not. I don't know if there's a forced air heater. I don't know. But as a kid, the whole house was just tinged with cold unless you were by a fire. And on one of those, uh, you know, if it was a winter where it was really snowy, uh, and a story that I have told in other places before is, is um, a snowplow, which terrified me as a kid, scared me as a kid, the large sound of a snowplow. My great-uncle Papa would say, uh, to calm me down, would sing a song and, and, and a little phrase, and he'd go like, hark, I hear a snowplow, which would get me laughing and giggling, and he'd, and he'd take out the tension there. Um, that probably, quite frankly, even now at 43, would probably still be there. Snow, snowplows, you know, they're an intense thing. It's not all Homer Simpson and Mr. Plow that name again is Mr. Plow. Like, it's, it's a serious thing. Um, and when you're seven years old and this monster of a machine is tossing snow off the road, you'd be scared, too. But 5.13 in the morning. Earlier, he'd probably get up at 4, 4.30. Papa would be up. And I would, on occasion, not every time, force myself to get up and put on some sweatpants, some slippers, some mittens, indoor mittens. Well, you know it's cold when you get indoor mittens. And I would uh, crawl upstairs. Now, they they had this... Um, I'll say cabin, but essentially it was a, a house in the woods. It wasn't like a log cabin. It was a house, but it was... Uh, Two, two stories, yeah, two stories, maybe three, including the basement, but it went down it was off the side of a hill, right? So the, 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 the third story was essentially the first floor, you know, the most functional of the floors. So then you go down a level, uh, and that's where, like, my family and I would stay. There was a bathroom down there uh, and three bedrooms, I believe, or at least two. Um, yeah, at least two. Um, and it was cold, so cold. I have memories of that shower just freezing the water the first shot doesn't matter turn on hot leave the cold water off turn on the hot nozzle nope doesn't matter it's going to be freezing cold ice cold water literally so i'd get up and i'd get ready and i'd crawl up the stairs and there was these these very thin steep stairs staircase and you'd walk up and hear them shivering teeth chattering but i'd do it i'd do it just to get to the top because then you could start to smell some food cooking. You could start to sense the heat of two fireplaces, a big fireplace that kind of served the kitchen dining room, but also on the other side of the living room. And then like a, one of the, like a, like a wood burning stove type situation, right? That, that you could cook things on if you need, I suppose, but put a little kind of 
pot of coffee on, but also you'd stoke the, the fire. And I, I, oddly enough, I, I have an obsession with fire. That is weird to admit in a, in, in a public setting, right? No, no. Um, but you get up the top of the stairs and you just feel the warmth and sitting there in a recliner, uh, waiting for the coffee to boil or the water to boil to make the coffee, to make the tea, uh, getting breakfast started, also prepping some Thanksgiving food for that night. In the dead of morning would be Papa. He passed away a year, year and a half ago now, I believe. <sighs> Lived a great life, great life to 94. Um, battled Alzheimer's in the end, but uh, great life, great legacy, affected so many people. With uh, and and his wife, my great aunt uh, Jerry, Aunt Jerry, we call her. She's still uh, still alive, and um, uh, good chance she could be listening to this. Actually, uh, they affected so many people's lives. They were there. They did missionary work over in London and in the urban areas there. And I would hear about that all the time. They'd always have wonderful friends over from uh, UK, which I think started my little weird obsession with the UK. Even though I've never been, never been yet. Yet that's a, that's a goal. I got to correct that. They'd go all the time, and I and they'd bring back maps of downtown London. Maps. I lo- I don't know about you. I love studying maps. F- unfurl a map, and um, just studying. I would. They wouldn't. Here's the River Thames, and there's this, and there's the the bridge, and and and, and. so all that was there. All the warmth. They had, they had great lives. Um, so that warmth really was Papa's warmth when you get up. And that's my memories, seven, eight, and nine. That would be the start of my Thanksgiving day. If I could get up, I couldn't get up all the time. We'd be up there maybe two or three days, and at least one day I'd want to do that, to get up, to crawl up there and feel just the warmth and family and then the smells of the food, um, the smells of the fire, all that molds and melds into... Uh, folds and my folds is the word I was thinking of folds and melds into one memory Thanksgiving. And we'd have a big, um, you know, we'd have a big dinner. Sometimes there was just uh, maybe my family and Papa and Aunt Jerry. Sometimes it was one of their friends. Um, one, sometimes it was larger family gatherings. Um, and of uh, great memories of all big or small. And we would take, and it's so funny because I recently had to go up to the San Bernardino Mountains where this is. Um, I had to go up there for the first time in a long time. I mean, I'm I'm doing the math, and it might be ten years, fifteen years, or more, twenty years, or maybe maybe twenty that I've been up there. And I lived two hours from it. And they had this this house, this cabin. I think it's still in the family, but but they moved down a long time ago. Uh, too hard to maintain as they advanced in years. Um, you know, there's a lot to do up there. You're on your own up there, and there's a nice little community up in Green Valley Lake. Don't get me wrong, but you know, you know, you're on your own. You don't just run down to the grocery store. And the, and case in point, uh, we would uh, my family um, would would stop at a. Um, Grocery store in the city right before you left and went up the mountains there. And what I now know was like Inland Empire, which back then I didn't know. Also know we would drive for days and days, it would seem. I'd be in the back of a car. Sometimes it was a Subaru a little bit later on, like about 86. We got those cool blue Subaru station wagons. But a lot of it was in a old Volkswagen van in which I did not have a seatbelt. One time we hit black ice and I spun around. Um, 
close call too. We're okay. We're okay. Uh, we'd stop. So that's part of my memories too. Stopping at a, at a Safeway, picking up all this food, heading up the hill, heading up the mountain, because you couldn't run down. Now there was a little store, a uh, little mom and pop type store. There's a like an inn and a restaurant type situation and a bar. Um, this little store where I could go get ice cream. They would just. Another, another one of my memories. I always have memories of where I get good ice cream. All right. That I do have forever and ever. Holidays or not. And so if you needed something, yeah, milk, creamer, ice cream, uh, you could head down to the store. Otherwise, it was a ways down to Running Springs, which might have the next big store, or Lake Arrowhead, or up to Big Bear. And we never really would. We'd run down to Arrowhead, Santa's Village, little, uh, theme park in the area we'd head down there but you had to go up there with everything and you were there with family and you worked to get up the hill and you worked to get your food there and it's not like the old days where i'm out hacking uh, my food out of the wilderness um but those um those memories all fold into one where it was like a, oh it was a very well-earned thanksgiving meal it was anticipation for it too um i mean i always anticipate a good meal I'm anticipating any snack I'm going to have tonight, quite frankly. But in terms of Thanksgiving for me, I was blessed to have that feeling where it was not just a dinner. It was an event we were working towards. An event that would begin sometimes as early as four or five in the morning, which is why I wanted to experience it. And so you'd get up and I'd go, oh, crawl up to the top of the hills. Papa would be there. Tolerate my presence. I joke, but he loved us. And he'd prepare for the day, do adult things. I don't know. You're preparing coffee, the gravy, the stuff. What are you doing? Chopping wood outside. That was part of it. And then maybe the rest of the family would get up. and We'd settle uh, into, uh, you know, a nice morning. We'd go for a walk or a hike. Go maybe down to that store and get ice cream. But it was all in preparation. It was all in anticipation of sitting around the table with the family uh, and having that meal, and it was an event, and that's the memory I have. There's other great memories of Thanksgivings, uh, big and small. I've had uh, Thanksgiving meals with one person across the table. I've had them uh, with, uh, like I said, local family here, uh, which are uh, powerful memories as well. And then I've had the, the Thanksgivings where I have um, gotten into my car and got a sandwich from a gas station an energy drink and drove down to Anaheim where it was just me and my, you know, 90 year old grandparents at El Pollo Loco. And I have uh, a grandfather passed away last year. So I have great memories of that as well. And I always say I'm not a huge, huge family guy. Um, it's important and I love it. Obviously you can hear, it, but it's like, I, I sometimes go days, weeks, months, years without seeing people. It's just like, you get so busy, you get so wrapped up. Um, that's going to happen. You don't beat yourself up with that. But I always say that, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm not super, you know, big on in, in, uh, family things, family gatherings, whatever. And then they happen and you're like, oh yeah, I am. And that to me, as I approach Thanksgiving, what are your memories of Thanksgiving? Because those are mine. The smells, the feels, the warmth. I miss those days, but they're never gone. I'm sharing them now and they're as vibrant the details are fuzzy. Does the, did the stairs turn left at the bottom? Was that just my imagination? I can't remember. But I got to the top of the stairs every year 
I felt that warmth and I still do. And that is one thing I'm thankful for. So I wanted to pause before we take a break. I just wanted to pause and, and share my, f- my feeling on my, my sense memory on Thanksgiving and why, uh, other than, I mean, mashed potatoes, gravy, and those memories are why Thanksgiving are important to me. I don't know the order yet. I'll be honest with you. My love affair with mashed potatoes sometimes reaches an unhealthy level. It's, it's strong, but family first. So what are your memories of Thanksgiving? Have you been fortunate enough to have uh, a Thanksgiving uh, every year or one year? Not everyone does. And there's been many years that I worked. Many years my Thanksgiving was me showing up to my Uncle Jim's house, having the food that I could, and getting home and getting ready and going into work. Um, my rails and... Anger at Black Friday holiday shopping, no need for that here. Um, but even then, some of my memories are now positive. Even then, even then, memories of spending Thanksgiving with your coworkers or your employees or the people you manage uh, is just as powerful in its own way. Thanksgiving 2014, the Black Friday holiday experience, middle of the day. I remember me and my assistant director at the time, Jason, gathering around to watch the first trailer for The Force Awakens. That's a powerful memory, too. So it's all there, but I'm always, always going to cherish the memories of me climbing to the top of the stairs and feeling the warmth of the holiday. I want to quick to take a quick break, and then on the other side of this break, hopefully we'll see a surprise for you all. back here in the Knapsack Files, and we're going to do something different for this time around this year. I'm not just going to be the only one talking about Thanksgiving. I'm bringing back some uh, some favorites of the Knapsack Files, and on the phone right now, PJ Campbell. You there, PJ? I am here, man. It is great to talk to you. How are you, Ken? I am doing great, man, and I'm looking around my uh, list of recent Knapsack Files interviews, and, and you had a great interview, and then your life changed dramatically a- afterwards. You're, 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 you're moving to Arizona, and you, you, were, you were talking about that. You made this big change, and now you're there, and you're spending a holiday out in, the, in Arizona, and I just wanted to check in with you, man, and see uh, how you're doing. I am, man. I'm doing really, really well. It was a big life change. A lot has happened in the time since we talked last on the show. But, you know, all things being equal, I got Ryan Snelling here. Snelling? Country. Snelling is standing right next to you? Yes. Ryan Snelling is standing right next to me right now. Oh, man. Put him on the phone for two seconds. Yeah, here. Talk to this guy. Which of the thousand shows am I on, hosted by Ken Knapsack? You are on the Knapsack Files Thanksgiving Day special, and you're making your Knapsack Files debut. And I know this isn't how you dreamed about making your debut, Snelling, but you're here. <laughs> I know. It feels really good. Thank you for, for having me, even though it is against your will. It, it's not against uh, my will at all. Um, um, you're. Uh, what about you? I want to You're out having a, a national holiday, yes. not on your own. You got friends around you. You got a new state, a new beginning. What do you expect and want out of this this Thanksgiving? 
Well, Thanksgiving just so happens to be my birthday this year. This rolls around Ooh. every seven years. Yes. So so it is my 29th birthday on Thursday as well. That's cool. Um, I expect good meal, fellowship. <laughs> good, good, good. Why are you laughing at that? It's just, you know, it's a good word and it means good things. But to yes. hear you say it so sincerely, fellowship, yes. it just made me laugh. Yes. Uh, friendship. I saw uh, PJ got the groceries today. So we're going to have a good deal, good time. Nice. And uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. You having fun out there? You made a big move, Kentucky, right? You left the the, the plains of Kentucky for. Yes. Well, are there plains there? Or is it. There's mountains there. I'm trying to, it's, to it's, the south. Yeah, it's, it's very mountainous. Okay. Um, the, the more west you go, that's when it tends to get flatter. Yeah, that's so. the flatter, yeah. You made this yeah. big move. You're out in Arizona, and, and you got to be feeling uh, holidays are a reflective time. You probably you got to be proud of yourself. Uh, I'm definitely proud of myself. It's definitely a reflective experience. It kind of doesn't have anything to do with the seasons, actually, only because I am so used to it being cyclical out in Kentucky. It doesn't feel like the time of year it is out here, uh, just well, because... Yeah. I, I've been out here two months now, and uh, I think we've had like one rainstorm. And other than that, every day has looked the exact same. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. It doesn't feel like it's November. So uh, it is It is out of whack in that way, but yeah. uh, it's still a reflective period all the same. We don't have seasons. We don't have seasons out here. Right. Well, good to hear from you. You're, we're going to be on Casterly Talk soon. We're going to get you. You're going to be on the Napsack Files. Uh, don't you worry about that. But uh, right. put that guy P- uh, uh, Put that guy PGM right. alone. Yeah, on the phone. Yeah. Uh, enough of Ryan Snelling. Well, enough of Snelling. I want to talk to PJ. PJ so, Campbell. I am here. I'm sorry that no. uh, that happened. You know, no. this is what happens when people take you hostage in your own house. Well, it's fine. But you, you got a nice roommate. You got some friends around you. You got family around you. You got some great dogs around you. This Thanksgiving, what are you looking forward to? Uh, I mean, outside of actually getting to spend it with my family for the first time, and I can't really tell you how long, as weird as it might sound, finishing Game of Thrones. You I don't are know. binge watching yeah. this now. I am. I mean, after so much time, I figured maybe it was time to do it. Ryan told me that he was going to glue my eyes open until we were done. So that's what we've been doing the last couple of weeks. And I got to tell you, man, I'm really happy to do it. But more than that, like, I just got to say, I'm uh, I'm thankful to have all of you guys in my life with everything that's been going on. And yeah. more than that, like with the Schmoes No listeners, like yeah. Brian and I have been working very hard with a lot of really great people that have come on to listen to the shows. And we're really thankful for that. You, man. you, you, you boys are behind the new SK podcast brand, uh, which is like uh, the next generation. And you guys are working hard to make that happen, right? Is it going good? It's going really well. Yeah, man. Like, I think people are finally starting to really see what we're doing. And if you haven't listened yet, I hope you'll check it out. We've got Mandalorian recaps. We've got Watchmen recaps. Ryan and I review new movies every week. There's Blu-ray back talk with a couple of our friends on there as well. There's just all sorts of stuff. That's great. I'll listen to anything that uh, has you on it. Snelling, I'll work through it. Um, oh, man, I no, appreciate I'm that. I'm kidding. Yeah, Ryan's a great friend to have out there, and I'm glad you guys have this kind of uh, podcast house. That's kind of yeah, cool. That's kind of what we wanted to build it for. When he came out here, one of the things we had talked about was really getting to sit down and like let the creative juices kind of flow in a lot of ways because you know life doesn't always let us 
do this as much as you might like. Yeah. You know, we talked a lot about that in Los Angeles, trying to make ends meet on top of everything else. So yeah. to try to scale back and just focus on it, it's been really cool. I love that. You guys are great. And maybe one of these days I'll get out to Arizona and we'll go to a mellow mushroom together. I would love that. And you've always got a bed here, man. We got an extra room for you. Oh, great. Is it Snelling's bed? It is actually, I'm kicking him out the moment you get here. That's perfect. PJ, thanks for the follow-up. Tell Ryan, thank you too. And I appreciate you uh, checking in here, the NAPSA files and giving us a, a, just a good new, fresh perspective on what we're all expecting from Thanksgiving. And I'm so proud of both. Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. We we look forward to seeing you soon, and we miss you. And to everyone listening to the Napsock Files, happy Thanksgiving, you guys. Have a great holiday. <laughs> Absolutely. See you, boys. See you, boys. Bye. All right. That, uh, I'm just, this is what I'm doing. I decided for Thanksgiving, I'm going to just start calling people uh, and checking in on, on previous guests and, uh, and cool people like that. So next on the phone, uh, we're going to get them here right now. Uh, the phone is ringing. The telephone is ringing. Is that my mother on the phone? We've got Christian Ruvacabla right here. Uh, I'm adding an L at the end for some reason now. It's late at night. Uh, Ruvacaba, um Woo! of the Wangers. How you doing? How you doing, oh, buddy? I'm doing, I'm doing so good, Ken. Thank you so much for uh, for giving me a call. Yeah. Interrupting my dinner. Appreciate I, it. I interrupted your dinner, so that's that's a concern for a number of reasons. <laughs> uh, it's late at night. It's 9 o'clock at the time I'm recording. Why are you eating dinner so late? Um, I don't know. Oh, cause, uh, we, we couldn't figure out what we wanted to eat. And, uh, oh. so I just cooked some beans last minute. Cause that's what, that's what Latinos do. <laughs> that's what Latinos do says Christian Ruvalcaba. Um, but wait a minute. Beans are your dinner. <laughs> oh yeah. Bean burritos, bean, oh. not just beans. Yeah. You, yeah. You we left, got some, you left that part out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, usually yeah. when I just say beans, my family member like, Oh, you're making burritos. Yeah. What? Or something like that. What do you Christian put in a burrito at home? What do you add other than beans? Oh, I'm very, very simple. It's, it's literally, well, sometimes we'll do like rotisserie chicken and we'll yeah. do like a chicken burrito with beans. But, yeah. um, in the beans itself, I'll put a little bit of uh, monterey, uh, Jack cheese. Yeah. Mix it all up. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's, very very simple. Um, yeah. No rice or anything like that. Red rice is red rice is actually really hard to make. It is. Hard. I yeah no I, I I rice I all the rice I do is in a microwave. Uh, uh, yeah. So that's all I do. Uh, hey, yeah. a couple reasons I want to call you. Number one, we're going to talk a little bit about Thanksgiving. That's kind of the theme of this episode here, and what you mm-hmm. expect and what it means to you, and any memories you have. And it doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be serious. But you and I just went through. Uh, you went through trauma. You and I went through trauma together. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. And I talked about it in some episodes. But you and I were part of a emergency landing situation and it wasn't a dramatic one but it was an mm-hmm. emergency sudden unplanned la- landing of a plane leaving LAX right. landing in Phoenix um, and you and I were stranded in Phoenix airport in the Phoenix airport for 10 hours mm-hmm. do you have any lessons or any fr- reflections <laughs> as you work through this trauma with me I mean part of me when when the event happened yeah. I said don't ever fly American but yeah. I also don't want to knock an airline for, you know, one incident. Um, as I'm sure you, you've talked about the, the incident that we experience is not yeah. the first time this airline has, has it's gone a, through this. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but, uh, I think the biggest, 
takeaway is just to, you know, be a good person in dire situations because uh, as we bear witness to people around us yeah. who were just so upset and I right. totally understandable, I get it, but sure. you know, we, we see the, we see the uh, crew members yeah. start to leave the, the, the plane too and the look on their faces because they can't fly again that night because yeah. their hours or however, you know, their schedules pan Rules, out. Yeah. The rules, right. <clears throat> same thing with the pilots. And they're in the exact same situation as us. And even the people working behind the desks, you know, they have to write. There's only like two of them and they have to wrangle up all these angry people angry. and reschedule a bunch of flights. Yeah. So, yeah. um, I always just, I know like I, I'm in stressful situations all the time. So I'm always, I, that to me was just like, okay, when you're in yeah. situations like that, take a moment, take it like, you know, we're alive. Yeah. And that's the most grateful thing I can, uh, you know, be thankful for. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just seize that moment. And, you know, <laughs> it, it, you may be like down in the dirt, but yeah. the uh, any bit of a win, yeah. like, you know, being alive is, is a is win. A win. Yeah. yeah, you and I found some zen in the moment there. I do want to ask you, we didn't talk about this because I guess men don't share their feelings that easily. <laughs> when you and I realized you were quick to get on the phone, well, we were waiting at first, and then the, the overworked manager of the of the ticket agency desk there said, hands us a card. It says, if you need to, because you and I were going to miss our connecting flight. If you need Correct. to reschedule, call this number. And then you sat down, you said, I'll call, I'll call this number. You were on mm-hmm. it. We had a flight. But there was one point where you and I realized we were going to be in the airport for about 10 hours. Oh yeah. When faced with that, where did you find your peace? How did you find um, it? I, it was, it was pretty like as soon as like we found out, Oh yeah, the flight's not till 9am. It's currently two 30 right now. In that moment, I was like, okay, we're, we've already been on a start of an adventure with the emergency landing now we're just continue. this is the sequel us being this is the tom hanks and terminal you know this is us now we're like yeah. we're fully on board because there was even a moment where we're like i think even because ellis texted us after he found out about it all yeah and he was like you guys might just you know end up flying back you know which sucks <laughs> but there was that moment like okay well we just you know just have a, a shitty trip and then just you know we're back home we're safe yeah um but yeah. then we're like screw it yeah, we're gonna stick it out in this airport. We're gonna we're gonna be smelly and sleep on the floor. Mm. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. And in that moment, it was yeah. just like, okay, we're we're all on board now. And we got through it. And you and I have that shared memory. And do do you find it ironic? Ironic that when you and I first met, one of the first famous incidents in our friendship in Schmozno history is you <laughs> passed out on my apartment floor from a yeah. par- a party gone awry. Here it is, five years later. You and I. Oh, yeah are you're on a floor in an airport and you're stuck with me and we are all we have together. This it's, is like it's kismet. It's ki- what it it's is. It's like the movie enemy mine, except we're friends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, th- I thought that was an interesting end to our, or not end, but a, a, a next chapter in our journey. There's friends. Right. Um, I'm going to let you get back to dinner here in a second, but Thanksgiving no is coming up. Thanksgiving at the mm-hmm. time of this episode uh, is actually in a couple of days. What, what does, uh, it mean to you right now are you a big family guy are you expecting something big or do you just want to be left alone um usually it's a big family thing every year now ever since ever since my brother joined the uh, air force mm. it's always like is he going to be home are you not going to be home you know um first couple of years when he moved up north we would actually go up uh he, he's in um 
Fairfield, which is near Sacramento. Okay. Um, so we would go up there and stay on the base for <clears throat> a couple of days and into the weekend, which is actually a lot of fun because we will go into town in San Francisco, which is in San Francisco, which is great. Uh, Sacramento mm-hmm. as well. A lot of fun stuff. But um, if not that, then a big family gathering at my aunt's house in Walnut, California. <laughs> now, are this, does this have great meaning to you? I'm sure it does. It's family. But do you also sometimes wish you could grab a gas station sandwich and just hit the road? <laughs> yes. Um, like in it's so it's not so much that, but it's also like, you know, I'm, I'm going to a friend's giving this year. And so that's a new thing. Never been to one of those. Oh, never knew what it knew. Never knew what that's like. And then Thanksgiving, yeah. Yeah. And then possibly some other family stuff. So it's it's a lot of like kind of jumping around. Usually for me. The most meaningful thing I, I know, like the the history of Thanksgiving, is uh, actually a very terrible thing. But I, I address that in the top of the show, where I'm a very yeah. I'm very aware of it. But you know what? I can't change that. I can only celebrate what's now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanksgiving to me has become just like let's uh, the year is not quite over, so let's yeah. not fully like I'll, like like it's like a pregame for oh my New Year's re- res- resolutions are going to be this, so I'm just going to get really really drunk tonight. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> get, get, see that that uh, that might that might be part of Thanksgiving tradition too. I don't know. There. Well, yeah. um, uh, whatever it is, I'm glad you and I survived our, our <laughs> traumatic experience. Uh, which uh, um, uh, to uh, you know, we we uh, did you tell your family uh, or anyone close to you that the pilots smelled an odor that caused them to use oxygen masks and that they could have passed out and we all could have died, or did you keep that secret? No, yeah. As soon as we landed, because um, I'm in a group chat with my family, I okay. told them, hey, just to let you guys know, uh, I had to land at Phoenix. I didn't want to freak them out too much. But yeah, uh, um, yeah uh, that that whole thing, I told it because my dad flies all the time. And yeah. I was like, have you, have you heard about this, anything? He's like, no, no, I fly Delta. I'm like, oh, OK. All right. <laughs> See, and, and remember, we told Ellis that's we like to fly, but we're thankful. <laughs> yeah. We're thankful we're here. So mm-hmm. um, I think that's great. And uh, I want to let you go back to your uh, bur- wait, 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 wait. What do you serve with the burritos? Just burritos? Tonight it was just burritos and some chips. Yeah. Last okay. night we had we had some leftover ground turkey for some uh, taco salads, but oh, uh, we just that. got a little lazy. I'm gonna, little go, lazy. Uh, I'm gonna go eat with you. Uh, invite me over for some <laughs> dinner. Uh, perfect. Oh, yeah. Christian Ruvacaba. Uh, when is the next Wanger project coming out? Next Wanger project uh, is uh, we're aiming for December. Now we are. Okay. Uh, we're working with our good friend Alex Marzonia, yeah. who is a wonderful, wonderful musician and human, he, uh, he, yeah, and a great human being. Um, he did our score for our last short film, Teddy, and uh, we're working on that score right now. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, just putting the finishing touches on, um, and uh, hopefully can uh, re- a teaser trailer we dropped already on our Patreon. So maybe nice. like yeah. sometime next week we'll drop it on Twitter and start Ooh. getting people excited. Yeah, get through the holiday, the first holiday, and then uh, let the world see it. Yes. All right, my friend. Uh, wang on, wang on, wang on, sir. I'll Thank you very go. much. Uh, 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 yeah. I love you. I love, love the you. show. And uh, let's uh, let's get stranded on another airport together. I'll I'll get stranded on a f- airport floor with you anytime, my friend. <laughs> All righty, bye bye. All right, so that is uh, Christian Ruvacaba of the Wangers. We went through that traumatic experience, and uh, we we bonded. We were already close, but we bonded. All right, I, I'm not done. My last call of the night here. Let's see if it gets in. Let's see if it works here. Um, we're calling live. Uh, this could go. This is like an already. I'm taping. So I guess I could edit this later. 
but I think he's yes, I th- hello there. Oh, he's going to answer. It's Mark Yodi Riley, everybody here on the Napsack Files. Mark, oh, thank you for answering. Oh, my pleasure. Uh, is this Ken Napsock? This is uh, the Ken Napsock, and you are the Mark Riley. And and I've been I've been interviewing some friends, PJ Ryan Snelling, uh, Christian of the Wangers, um, talking about Thanksgiving and what it means. And I know you got some big family stuff going on, but I want to address something first that maybe is key to our friendship that came up today. And I feel bad, and I feel if we work through it here live on air, we'll become better friends. Is this going to be okay? Do you trust That's me? That's fine. Let's do it. Okay. Yes. Your fiance, your, your love of your life, Julie, uh, apparently makes a secret mac and cheese that's awesome. And you, to this day, until today, never told me about it. And I, <laughs> I want to know why. <laughs> uh, well, it, 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 yes, family secrets, as you know, Ken, mm-hmm. uh, they only travel as far as you allow. So uh, when you're mm-hmm. protecting something... So, uh, but at the same point, we have put the secret out there uh, mm. in, in lieu of parties mm. where the mac and cheese has been out and it's disappeared mm. very fast. Um, I think you weren't there in I missed, time. For I, the missed, party. I missed that party and, and you I, missed the mac and cheese. That is on me. But you never, the next day, you just you should have said, hey, Julie has this amazing <laughs> mac and cheese and, and I just want you to know about it. Because that mac and cheese I, means. You know a what? Lot to I mean,. Yeah, I mean, looking back, I guess, um, you know, I probably, this is on me, you know? Yeah, yeah no, you're it is, it right. is. I sh- I, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I probably should have, I mean, the first, you know, when I woke up the next morning and was cleaning up, I, I probably should have said, you know what, Ken needs to know about this. Ken needs to know. So I'm going to go ahead and, and, and apologize. Do I need okay. to go to Twitter for that, yeah. or? Yeah, you could go to Twitter. Okay. You go to Twitter. You can do what you want. Maybe when this episode comes out tomorrow, you can apologize. But we're going to work through this. Okay. We're going to work through okay, this. Okay, cool. Because I love you I'm, to I'm death. willing. Uh, yeah. Hey, yeah, same, buddy. Yeah, Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, what, what are some of your favorite memories of Thanksgiving? I was talking about my uh, family Thanksgivings in Green Valley Lake where I could feel the warmth and the smell of waking up at 5 in the morning, my great uncle preparing for the day. That was a positive one. Oh. The, the other memory is, you know, yeah. frostbite. But um, uh, what, what does it mean to you? Because you, it, it seems to be pretty important for your family. Yeah, my family always, we always had something to do. It, it Either my dad's, my mom's, but my favorite always was uh, my mom, uh, my grandmother. She would always have people. And one year, my favorite, the, when you were talking about that, my one of my favorite memories was with my mom and my grandfather in Colorado. And it started to snow. USC mm. played Notre Dame that weekend and actually won. Fight on. Uh, which back then wasn't a, it was a, that's a huge deal. So yeah. we had that and it was a very intimate one. It was my, just my grandfather and my mom mm. and my sister. And it was, uh, it was wonderful because then you walking around Colorado. It was uh, uh, yeah. Aspen, Colorado and just a beautiful town. Uh, wonderful Thanksgiving that I always remember it. And, and there's a lot of hustle and bustle for these holidays. And all jokes aside, I know you're prepping some big meals and you got family gatherings. And, and sometimes it can be overwhelming. And I think Knapsack Files listeners out there probably might be experiencing the same thing. Um, and it can get, right. it can get stress, right. it can get stressful. But then what you're describing, years back, months months ahead, whatever, you know, you'll look back and 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 go, oh yeah, it's those little smells, the moments, the memories, and that's what remains, and that's why it's important. It, 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 absolutely. 
And tomorrow's Thanksgiving, or no, sorry. Yeah, yeah uh, no, you're right. With the Thanksgiving, time, yeah. almost, almost yeah. there, uh, is, is stressful, but it's the first time the families are all together. And so that's going to be really fun so that, you know, you, when you call me in two years, yeah. I, I'll probably be talking about that memory. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Final yeah, question. Man. Final question. Uh, Leia, your dog, your hyperactive puppy dog, is this going to be her first family gathering Thanksgiving? Uh, I mean, yeah, the first Thanksgiving with you, right? So what are you yes, expecting? First Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, I'm expecting, um, probably shit in the living room somewhere. Yes. I mean, at least one right. at one point, um, it's funny you mentioned Leia. I literally was looking at her as she's chewing on this bone, mm. uh, like it's, there's no tomorrow. Uh, she's probably going to be going everywhere, uh, begging for food. Um, she, you know, she takes after her brother, uh, and, uh, she is going to God, I hope not get in the backyard because my sister has rats and there's rat poison. So Leia's going to be pretty much by her side. Oh no. Yeah. You got inside. You got to tie that dog up. We don't want nothing. Uh, no, oh, yeah. Uh, getting sick. That, that, we don't <laughs> want that. Well, uh, I'm no, sure no, you, no, but yeah. it's going to be by my side. Sure. You have a good time. I expect a text message with a photo of Julie's <laughs> secret family recipe, mac and cheese. Uh, so I can, I will share do that. Drink. All right. Uh, thank you, my friend. Thanks for calling here. Uh, let, let me bother you here late uh, late on a recording night uh, so we can hear from me here in the Knapsack Files. I love I love being a part of the Knapsack Files and uh, talking to you any day, Ken Knapsack. All right. I'll check in. I love you, brother. We'll see you soon. Love you, brother. All right, everybody. That was Mark Riley. Uh, and uh, I just love c- catching up with friends and hanging out with friends. And and uh, this is what the holiday is about now for a lot of people. And that's part of the fun. So I hope you enjoyed my special little Thanksgiving time show. Just me and some friends and memories. And that's what's important. Uh, and speaking of uh, what's important is uh, a lot of your support listening. Thank you for supporting on patreon.com slash catnapsack. People like Thomas Risling, uh, Lethal Logan X, uh, who has supported me for a long time uh, in and out of the ring. Uh, Bador, Kyle Harlow, Matt Thompson, and uh, Tamor's brothers Abdul and Rafi are also uh, high tier supporters here. Uh, uh, Donald Long, Nathan Novendale, Zach Anderson. Get well, Zach. Foot injury. Get well, Tysha Allenberger and Lalomi, a new producer, executive producer, supporter here to the Knapsack Files. I also want to let you guys know uh, my book, Why We Love Star Wars, now available in German. If you are like, I love Star Wars, but can I'd rather read it in German, it's available for you wherever fine German books are sold, as well as the audiobook and all the other books. It's a holiday season. You want to shop for your Star Wars loving friends uh, friends or family? Pick up Why We Love Star Wars. I'll be at the uh, Schmodown Spectacular on December 7th here in Los Angeles. If you're going to be going there, there's going to be a Schmodown Fan Expo before the event. I think it's about 11.30. Go to uh, you know schmodownlive.com for more information. I will be there with copies of Why We Love Star Wars. If you want to pick one up and have me sign it, I'll be there for that. But right now, what I want you to do is I want you to get ready. Let the stress kind of blow away. Don't worry about it. You are about to experience Thanksgiving. If you celebrate, and if it's a holiday you're a part of, you're about to celebrate and make memories. Enjoy it. Remember the little moments. They don't always last. And if you're not celebrating or Thanksgiving is a holiday on your radar screen, don't worry. The spirit of being thankful 
can be tapped into at any time. And that is what I want you to do this week. We'll see you next time here on the Knapsack Files. Goodbye, my friends. Goodbye.